saw an angel falling down And when I saw her face It took my breath away I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church in Jefferson Hills, and with me tonight are Rachel, Melissa, and Lene. And tonight's episode, I keep saying tonight, this episode uh, comes as a special request uh, from one of the people I connected with on TikTok. So first, most important, don't judge me for being on TikTok. Um, there's a huge mom support network on TikTok, um, and maybe we can talk about that in a future episode. But this episode comes with some good news, some bad news, and a disclaimer. So the good news is for the last few months, this podcast, uh, the mom's podcast, has been top-rated comment that we put out from Crossroads. We put out a lot of different podcasts and comments. Oh. Sorry, I had to stop because had to pause it because the puppy started barking when Christy came home. But so it has been the uh, for the last couple of months, the top either top three for the week or top five for the month for the last few months of the top downloaded content from our website. Um, and that's including all the messages. So people prefer this to my sermons and I am not at all offended. That's OK. So. Um, that's the good news. The bad news is, well, that's the good news. And thank you guys for listening. Um, if you do enjoy listening, feel free to leave a comment or a review wherever you're listening at. Um, that's the good news. The bad news is this is going to be the last episode until the fall. So we're going to kind of learn from the teachers and take a break for the summer. And they also have a huge support network on TikTok. Um, just saying. So that's the bad news. Uh, we'll come back in the fall with uh, more episodes. We're going to take a break, allow the moms to spend some time with their families and their children. Um, that's the good news. That's the bad news. Here's the disclaimer. Today's topic, slightly controversial. And here it is. This was submitted by, I am guessing he is a grandparent. Uh, he's one of my regular followers on TikTok. He's pretty solid, good person. So it wasn't anything that was solicited. It was just kind of him just throwing this out there, which makes me think he probably listens to the podcast. Uh, but here's what he said. Uh, he commented, hey, here's a subject idea for the mom podcast. When grandchildren are kept from their grandparents. Talk about that because it's heartbreaking. And I responded to him that, wow, um, I have no words. I can understand how that can be painful, but I told him we would definitely bring it up on the podcast. Um, I'm also going to share some of the comments that followed on that post. Uh, some of them I cannot share because this is a family-oriented podcast, but other ones I can share. And I'm going to start with the first one. Um, after he made that post, the, f <laughs> wow. The first one was, uh, and then I'll ask you guys to, to share your thoughts, uh, moms, uh, from I'm a dog mom. Hello. 
and I'm guessing maybe she is a mom or not, but this is her username. I'm a dog mom. Hello. She said, toxic grandparents are a no for me, but non-toxic grandparents should definitely be included as much as distance and activities allow. And I'm going to start just because, you know, you're at the top of my screen. Uh, Melissa, your thoughts. Toxic grandparents, definitely a no. Non-toxic grandparents should be included as much as distance and activities allow. What are your thoughts? Well, in our household, we have the best of both worlds. My mom is a crackhead and has been for pretty much all of my life. I think she started smoking crack when I was about five. Um, so for a long time when I had Jax and my stepdad was still alive and kept her in control, she was around him, but always monitored like with adult supervision because she can't be trusted. And then at some point she just sort of dropped off the deep end and it just became a bunch of broken promises, false hope in me not being able to trust my child alone in the room with her. So when it came down to that, our decision was, why are we going to teach my kid who she is and have him remember these memories that are going to turn into horrible ones or give the chance of something horrific happening to my child? It was not worth the risk for me. So he calls my mother Veronica and uh, he doesn't know what she looks like really. He he speaks about her. He knows I have a mom, but he says that we don't speak of her in my household. So you actually, even though you knew this was a situation, you took steps to try to include her in his life until you got to a point where you said it's, it's not. Yeah, it, it, it became like a safety risk almost. Like when Jax was a newborn, it was like one of our first times we took him to her house. She did a drug deal with him and, and her arms. So like I stopped speaking to my whole family for like three weeks because I was so pissed off. I couldn't I couldn't cope with it. And then my dad convinced me to talk to her again. She was sorry, blah, blah, blah. And when my stepdad got sick, he passed away of cancer. She actually burned the house down with my little brother in it. So at that point, I was like, that's enough. Like, she can't even handle having my little brother, let alone my son in her presence. And I got custody of my little brother. And Veronica still stayed on drugs for years. And then I did another chance. She called me. She was on the side of the road. She didn't have a dime to her name. She had nothing but like clothes on her back, literally in a cell phone. And she had nowhere to go. And she asked me if I would help her. And I picked her up and I drove all around Pittsburgh for about four hours trying to find rehabs and no one would take her because she wasn't addicted to heroin. So it wasn't an emergency type of situation, I guess. I ended up finding a facility that took her. And long story short, she ended up lying to everybody. She left rehab early and was still <laughs> using the whole time. So at that point, we just cut ties and... Now Jack just doesn't, he doesn't have any like bad memories or ill feelings. She's just not a name that gets brought up in our house. She isn't even a person to be missed. So question, um, and I'm, I, I, I don't know, I'm not like one way or the other, but it sounds like, and maybe I'm overreaching here, that in the future, if things looked different, that you might be open to, okay, another chance to invite her in. You're not like, 
And and when you said burn the house down, that wasn't a metaphor. You meant she literally burned the house down? Yeah, she literally, like, the house caught on fire and she was making a drug deal, like, 10 minutes down the street. And she told Jordan that she couldn't come because she didn't have time for that right now. And she would be there when she got there. And she didn't show up until three hours after the fire trucks were there and the fire was put out and everything else. And so I got custody of Jordan and she just gave him to me. She didn't care. Jordan has seen her, I think, four times. I got him when he was 15. He's 21 now. She's seen him maybe four or five times in that time frame. And like two or three of them were for court. Wow. So yeah. uh, back to what I was saying is just, um, so you would be open to, if it looks like there was change, then you would be open to, okay, like you're not like you're dead to me. This will never, ever happen under any circumstance. Um, you know, it, it's hard because the Christian in me knows that I have to forgive her and I should always give her that second chance and that second opportunity. But the the like realistic side of me knows that, you know, a, a zebra isn't going to change its stripes. It's always going to be a zebra at the end of the day. Once you've been an addict for so long and you've had those chances of your family, like bending over backwards to help you and people have tried your entire life to get you clean, you make that choice at that point. It's not a disease. It's, it's a choosing. You choose that pattern every day. You don't choose to get help. So if Veronica had like a, a, an actual miracle that happened and she decided to get clean, she would have to do a whole lot of work for me to let her see my son again. Um, I, I don't see it ever happening, though. Um, I know my brother does let her see his kids and they know who she is. Uh, actually, <laughs> yesterday I picked them up and Jax was talking about it to them. And he was like, we don't talk about Veronica in our household. We curse that name. And I'm like, Jack, stop it. That's their grandma, too. Like, <laughs> Jared, grandma. <laughs> and they see her. And Jax was like, that's my mom. And we don't talk to her because she smokes stuff that you don't talk about. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, Jack, stop it. Stop I, it. I, I did not mean to laugh out loud. But oh, no, it was hilarious. As you were saying that, <laughs> I could see Jax's face and him saying, we don't talk. <laughs> it's just, oh, wow. yeah. um, and then, like, he I, apologized to me today for it. Turn your stuff off. And I had to explain to him, like, you're not doing, you're not doing anything wrong, you know? But... You don't want to offend your your cousins either. <laughs> so I will add this and I'm taking it outside of your context, outside of your situation, not applying it to your situation. But if anyone were in a similar situation, yeah, there's a Christian uh, understanding of forgiveness to forgive people. But that doesn't mean that you have to put yourself back in that situation to be hurt. They need to demonstrate trust, capability, especially where your children are, are, you know, safety is required. Um, uh, just throwing that out there. You know, that that's a priority. So, um, yeah. All right. So now I'm going to jump down to Rachel uh, and ask your thoughts. Rachel, toxic grandparents and no, but non-toxic grandparents definitely included as much as distance and activities allow. Yes. I would have to say that grandparents that 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 are toxic you'll i mean most of the time they'll end up not being involved and 
And as far as the ones that are a good thing or that are, that want to be involved, they'll be involved. So I'm so glad that we can uh, kind of differentiate um, between that on your, on your family. Or I think that's something that your family has to decide. So something that, something that um, everyone has to kind of decide. Um, I'm going to ask this question of Lene though. So Lene, um, not saying that this is your situation, nothing that we're talking about. Am I saying that, you know, it's any of you guys' situation, but um, if there's a situation like that, um, is that something, how, how would you go about explaining that to the children? Um, here's why you don't see, you know, grandma, grandpa, nana, papa, whatever you call them, uh, especially like uh, in Melissa's situation where she was saying, the other cousins do, but here's why you don't. How do you frame that conversation? I have, I am not sure. <laughs> the my kids' grandparents are all so wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine uh, having to say that. Um, I'm sorry. I was expecting to have the same question as everyone else. <laughs> totally threw me off. I was like, "Yeah, toxic grandparents. No, good grandparents. Yes." And now here I am fumbling over my words. Okay. Um. I don't know. I guess I would just have to tell it to them the way it is that it's not healthy for them to be in your life right now and elaborate on that, however appropriate for their age. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you this other question uh, because the next comment came from Cece, who said, also talk about how kids can poison your grandkids against you. I guess, like, other children can put your grandkids against you. I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around. That'd be like, I guess. So your kids go out to the park, and other kids are talking bad about your grandparents, or did it mean like the parents? Maybe like your children are poisoning the grand, like your grandkids against you. Well, that would be. This is why I'm not a mom. Yeah, that's probably what she meant. That this is how. Uh, um, your kids, I guess, who would be their parents, are poisoning your grandkids against you. But then, wouldn't that make the moms the toxic ones? I say moms, but it could be the it could be the dads as the, well. The dad, but that could be like what it is. Like my mom, like in for instance, in my situation, it'd be my mom's opinion. She thinks that I'm poisoning Jax's opinion of her. You know, so what if I'm the toxic one and I'm just poisoning Jax to think that she's this horrible person, but it's based off my opinion kind of a thing, maybe. Yeah. And I, I which brings up because the, the next comment um, is 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 kind of shine some light on that. There's a guy named Gary. He commented, we are in a situation where our grandkids are kept from us. DM me if you wish. And I think based on what, you know, you were just saying, Melissa, and I'm going to ask Rachel to chime in on this in a minute. Even though they may be the cause, that grandparent may still want to see the kids without realizing that the thing they're, most toxic people don't realize they're toxic. 
because that's just who they are. That's just how they are. They're mean, they're bitter, they're nasty, whatever. Uh, um, and but they may still want to see their kids. So actually, I'm going to skip because Rachel looks occupied. I'm going to skip back over to Lene. So Lene, as you said, your grandparents are great. Both sides. Everyone loved, uh, great, per love, 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 love. But what would you do, Lene, if you had a set of grandparents um, that were toxic? Um, we know how you would explain it to the kids. What would the conversation with the grandparents look like? Because from their perspective, they're like, why are you keeping, you know, my little grandkids from me? So what what would be the conversation or the way to make it clear that, you know, um, same thing you said to kids, this is just not healthy for them to be around you. I guess I would just have to tell it to them straight. I mean, I feel like that's not me as a person to just be like, oh you're toxic. I don't want my kids around you, but I guess if they were and I didn't want my kids around them, that's what I'd have to do. Like I'm the parent and you're the grandparent and I don't think this is gonna work. You being around my child. So Rachel, we were saying, how would you have the conversation to tell the grandparent, um, Here's why you can't be around uh, around my child. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize. I was interrupted earlier. And if I said a bunch of things that didn't make sense, that was because the kids were in the room. So, all right. But I am focused now. And you just said, how would you have that? How would you talk to the grandparents? Oh, oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I wouldn't even know how you would go about doing that. Uh, but I would have to. I would have to say what Lene said, if it is toxic and like Melissa was saying, if it's that type of toxic, then, then right. You are the parent and maybe something would good come from that discussion. If they just knew like where the boundaries were and hope, you know, hope there could be some mutual ground, some things to work through and and all that so yeah i would say right at the end of the day that they are your gift they are your responsibility and and it's just such a it's a wonderful life that you want to provide for them so that brings up a question because katinka house bear i love the tiktok usernames katinka house bear said and i I kind of struggle with what she said because I, I understand what she's saying, but I struggle with it. She said there is no such thing as naturally occurring grandparents' rights. If it's not healthy or safe, no relationship is worth it. And I I, I understand what she's saying, but I kind of disagree. I think by default, by definition, there is a grandparent right. Um, I understand that if it's not healthy, Okay, but I think by default, as a grandparent, you have a default right to see your 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 your, your grandkids, unless unless, like you said, something's been done that's demonstrated that it's not healthy or whatever. Uh, but here's the question that I'm going to ask, and I'm going to go to you, Melissa. How much of a how much of that right can the grandparents inflict 
to say like, I want to see my kid. I want to see, I mean, I want to see my grandkid. I want to see my grandkid. I want to see my grandkid. I want this done. I want that done. Like how much say do they have as a grandparent in the life of the grandchild? I feel like I agree that grandparents have a right just when that baby is born. If you have a relationship with your child at the time that that grandchild is coming into this world, you have every right to see that baby. Now, if you already had some kind of weird, strange thing where you and your child did not speak at all, then I understand why your child would not want you to see their child either. Every situation can be different. I think that grandparents sometimes, not in my mother's situation, but like my mother-in-law, she is luckily not an addict of any kind. She's a nice, normal lady, but she has control issues. She gave my son his first haircut without me and Bill knowing on the day that my stepdad died. She picked him up because my dad had died and then she cut his hair, his very first haircut ever. And I freaked out when I found out, but I was also dealing with the death of my dad. So me and her, we just didn't speak for two weeks. And that was one of those things where it was Bill's mother. So I let him handle that conversation. There's been conversations afterward where I told Jax he couldn't have something and then she gives it to him anyways. Or, you know, I say he can have something and then she takes it off of him because she doesn't think it's safe or she doesn't think he needs it. And we've gotten into like little tiffies, like, excuse me, miss ma'am, but I, I risk my body for this baby. He's mine. Okay. I have to deal with your son now that you did not raise appropriately. So that's your fault too. So don't sit here and try to tell me how to raise my baby. Okay. Cause I'm raising your mistakes every day. And <laughs> if you meet my mother-in-law, you know, she's little and feisty. So me and her, like we go rounds a little bit, you know, she's Italian. I'm Mexican. We, we have our like little Brown people moments together, but we talk it out. I feel like if you're like Lene or you're like Rachel and you're really soft and sweet and one of like them really good people in the world, then it's harder for you to like, you know, be mean or like have that backbone to say like, what you're doing is not okay with me. For me, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm confrontational, but when I think something is weird or wrong, I just, I'd, I'd rather just talk it out. So like with her, I'm like, listen, you had your chance with your baby. I take your opinion. I respect it. But this is my turn and this is how we're going to do things, whether you, you fully accept it or not. So I, I, I get that. That's a great way to put it. Like, um, it's, that's your opinion, but I'm going to make the decision on whether or not it gets followed. Okay. However, comma, I have to say this as a grandparent. I feel like sometimes we do, because I've I've done this with with my grandson, where uh, uh, sometimes it's the spoiling factor. They say no, he can't have it, and I'm like, Grandpa's gonna give it to you. Oh, that's absolutely. Yeah, my dad does it to Jax. We go into yeah. you know Tractor Supply, and Jax wants a seventy five dollar figurine that's this big because it looks like a whale, and I'm like, absolutely not. Put that back. And my dad's like, put it in the car. She can't tell me no. She doesn't make my paycheck. And I'm like, dad, I'm like, and that's one thing, the spoiling stuff, that's grandparents' rights fully. That when yeah. you become a grandpa, a grandma, a nana, a nanny, whatever you want to be called, you have full rights to give my baby any kind of toy he wants. When I say he doesn't need that extra snack, he does need it. I mean, it just happens. That's one thing. I feel like the boundaries come into play. Like if I dress my son a certain way and then he goes over to my, my mother-in-law's house and then he comes home in a different outfit. 
oh, I didn't like what he was wearing. Don't, don't, don't send him over here in that. No, I, I put him in clothing. If you want to buy him clothes, that's fine. But don't tell me what I'm going to put him in. Like, okay. that's like one of them things. Like, you, you could be grandma, but you're not mom. You can be yeah. grandpa, but you're not dad. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a good defining factor of, you know, spoiling, yes. But as far as, you know, how he's going to, or she, or whatever, the, how they're going to be raised, that's, that's all the mom thing. Um, I'm fortunate because, you know, I love superheroes. My son loves superheroes. He's raising my grandson to love superheroes. So we all wear the same stuff. So we're good. But uh, so Rachel, this is a good, a good point. Cause um, Jackie says, you know, this whole thing, interesting topic. She says, as a mom, I have to protect my children before my parents' feelings. I've also seen grandkids get withheld for foolish reasons. So this is kind of like the parents using the grandkids as a weapon against the grandparents. So they're like, uh, I know you want to see your grandchild, but no, I'm not going to let you see them until such and such happens or whatever. What are your thoughts on that? That's heartbreaking. That is so heartbreaking to, <laughs> to hear that that would actually be an issue. And I, I feel for those, I feel for both sides because that that's only going to cause strife and stress. And it's, it's a long, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's a no, that's what I, that's what I really want to say. That's a no one situation right there. I mean, well, the power struggle. Ooh, that's real. Yeah, that's what that is. It's a power struggle. Wow. Using the children as a means of gaining power. Wow. That's intense. Um, I don't know. I guess that's a family that I would probably recommend counseling to for the um the mom or and the parents and the grandparents that they the counseling because that's only going to harm that that child or those children are going to grow up thinking it's okay to manipulate other people using other people because that's what they're going to grow up experiencing and seeing and all of that um so lene i'm going to give you the final um final um comment because uh, there's lots of feelings uh on both sides around this entire topic so what would you say, just your personal, to the moms who are in this situation right now where um, their grandparents, maybe not the healthiest for the, <laughs> I'm sorry, as I'm saying this, I'm watching and Roscoe's like climbing all over and grabbing all over Lene's face. And I'm here, I'm like, just <laughs> <laughs> but what would you say to that parent? <laughs> Just pull their nose open. <laughs> so what would you say to that parent who's in that situation right now where they have toxic grandparents or they have grandparents who um well, what was that last comment? Uh feel like 
<laughs> children are just being withheld as a power play. What would you say to that parent? I have no idea other than you have to do what is best for your kids and you know that. And if it's keeping them away from someone, even though they feel as though they have the right to be around them, that's what you have to do for your kids. Because they can't make those kinds of decisions. You have to make them for them. It's okay. Uh, I also want to add about the clothing thing and the grandparents changing clothing. Oh, I didn't get to comment. Brandon, apparently his, uh, when Brandon was baby, his grandmother had her own set of clothing that she would dress Brandon in. It wasn't a turkey, it was a dog. Um, And she would put girl clothes on him because she said they were blue, so they must be for a boy. Please stop yelling. We will, you look, there's the dog. Wait, finish. Finish with the Brandon oh, oh, so, so, oh, yeah. So I guess Brandon was dressed in girls' clothes, oh, and Brandon's oh, mom was not super thrilled <laughs> about him being dressed up in girls' oh, clothes. But the whole conversation made me think of that, and it made me laugh. Wait, so what did she do? I'm curious. So what's, what did Stacy do? What did she say? I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Did you, did you, has your mom ever said anything about what? Yeah, I think they just, I think they just, yeah, yeah, she was not the kind of woman you could tell <laughs> what to do. It was Helen. And um, so, so I guess they just kind of let it happen and thought no, no harm is being done, but they complained about it and they still talk about it. So oh, wow. must have bothered them a little. Okay. And that having known Helen, I could, I, yeah, I could. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so Rachel, uh, your thoughts. What would you say to that mom who feels like she's, you know, trying to protect her child uh, from a toxic grandparent, but the grandparent feels like, oh, you're just using them as like, like we were discussing in a power play. What would you say to that mom? Oh, pray. Just pray. Pray and pray and pray and pray hard because that's, that's a hard situation. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, right it's bigger it's bigger than you so so just pray just pray and then let god god do his do his thing yeah that there is no easy answer for situations like this uh from a prayer pastoral christian perspective i think the whole idea of family like that's a big god thing we're all supposed to be family. We're all supposed to love one another. We're all supposed to treat one another with love. Uh, when we have disparities or dysfunctions, we're all supposed to be reconciled to one another because uh, that's what God did for us. He reconciled us to himself through Christ. So I, I, I think the goal is to be consistently trying to work towards making it right. But as Melissa said, hey, uh, there's making it right, but there's also the safety of my child. And uh, we are not to put the safety of our child at risk because as rachel said that that's god's gift to us and we're to protect it cherish it we're responsible for raising it um but there's no easy answer to all of this other than to continue to have the conversations and talk about it and try to make things better while keeping the children safe because that's always the priority um, i will say this though unless indicated None of the moms here were referring to their grandparents <laughs> and their parents as being mean or toxic or using 
grandparents for power plays or any of that. So um, if uh, Rachel's grandparents or Lene's grandparents are listening um, or Bill's mom, (laughs) (laughs) none of you guys were, it wasn't, you know, no, no grandparents were talked about or uh, this wasn't a shot at anyone's grandparents uh, and hopefully no grandparents were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Um, but that being said, uh, real quick, I'm going to ask each of you to make a quick uh, statement of, you know, kind of like, hey, last thoughts, not necessarily on this topic, because we're not going to do this podcast again until the fall. So what do you want to say to the moms out there? And you can kind of take a minute and think about it because then I could just edit out the silence and I'll edit out me saying I can edit out the silence. So uh, if you want to take a minute and think about it and then what do you want to say like to the moms out there as a source of encouragement until we do the next podcast uh, and who wants to go first? I just want to say have a happy and safe summer. And we'll see you again in the fall. Thanks for listening to us. I was just attacked by a child. He He jumped off the back of the couch on top of me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sorry. He's in full summer mode. That's awesome. Okay. Um, Melissa, what do you got? Um, Take that 20-minute poop. Hide from your children this summer. You deserve it. Eat all the snacks. Count down the days until school start, but enjoy the days that you get to sleep in a little bit. Stay safe. And remember that mom should have fun during summer vacations too. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, again, like Lene said, thanks for listening. All right. And Rachel is not with us at the moment. All right. Well, that being said, uh, Rachel had to step out. We are going to say thank you guys for listening again. Um, and we will see you all in, oh, there she is. There's Rachel. So Rachel, last comments, thoughts, um, words of encouragement to all the moms who are listening before we take a break for the summer till the fall. Oh, thank you so much for saving that for me. And I, I want to let you know that we are all in the same boat here across the board. Tonight was a perfect prime example of how, how much motherhood is challenging and rewarding all at the same time. And uh, I appreciate everybody who listens. And I, appre- I appreciate all the v- advice we get because we need wisdom just as much and i want to say have a fun summer because boy i can't believe it's it's end of june already so yeah enjoy where has all the time gone it's crazy it's crazy all right so um thank you guys for listening again um to the naps or nothing moms podcast um hope you guys have an awesome Rest of your evening. Hope you have a safe and enjoyable. He's <laughs> like, he's like dive bombing onto the maze. Gets up on the couch, tries different poses, and then <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are so much fun. Priya, you guys have an awesome summer. 
be safe as well. And we look forward to coming back in the fall. Um, have a great night. When I awoke, there was no one there to hold.